0: Everyone, Casey here, Virginia Game Day, checking in with a very special episode of the podcast. It is Super Bowl Sunday. My family's in town we're coming off a big old win over Duke, and there's a whole lot to talk about. Later on, I will invite my mother, my father, and my wife, who you guys already know a little bit, uh, into the crowd around the mic here and talk about what they thought of the game yesterday. They're in town for the Super Bowl, and it worked out perfect where they could go to the Duke game too, so they got to see you know the that's the creme de la creme of uh, UVA sporting event. so it was really, really uh awesome. So yeah, Duke and Virginia, an overtime game at jpj sixty nine to sixty two Virginia is the winner, improved our record to nineteen and four, eleven and three overall, and a full share of first place in the conference tied now with Pitt. Pitt holds the Pitt holds the tiebreaker because they beat us but uh we got smooth sailing the rest of the way so it was just a big big win you know we held duke's leading scorer the projected freshman of the year kyle filipowski scoreless uh, our front court did a great job it was a definite team effort from the our, our bigs. Ben, Poppy got in there. Caden got some minutes. Uh, Ryan Dunn played really well, especially against Filipowski. Uh, our Kihei was just phenomenal. couple drives there in the second half. Whenever we needed a big bucket, uh, Kihei was there. Armand finally got his game going again. There had been a few games in a row where uh, Armand had been shut out or yeah he had two points against nc state and then six against virginia tech so he broke out for 23 was the mvp of the game per ken palm and really stepped up and he hit the biggest three when the game went to overtime after the the no call which we'll talk about armand hit the biggest shot yeah, we were only up one, and then with 39 seconds left, Armand banged a three from the corner, and that's when everyone felt a little bit better. Uh, Kihei made a free throw after that to put us up five, and then, you know, we made a couple more free throws down the stretch, but free throw shooting was a big issue in this game. And after the game, Coach mentioned that, you know, in their previous practice, they had, like, shot free throws better than any any uh, practice this year, and they're like, that's just weird how it works out. Let's not do that again. All right, guys, let's go back to, you know, not practicing so, <laughs> practicing our free throws so well and doing it in the game. Just a tremendous effort defensively. You know, we didn't shoot the ball well. We didn't make our free throws. And we held Duke to 62 points in overtime. They forced Duke into 22 turnovers. We had 10 steals, and shout out to Reese. I think Reese had a bunch of steals. Ben, you know, just quick hands uh, a couple times, especially late in the game. And that's not all. We we scored. We had 20 points off turnovers, and we didn't allow a fast break point against Duke. You think about Duke, all the athletes they have, you know, Jeremy Roach, a four-star guy out of, Virginia, out of uh, Northern Virginia, didn't get a, a fast break bucket from any of them. Uh, Jeremy Roach started off hot, too. Started off hot. He was kind of – Kihei was on him. He was kind of giving Kihei the business a little bit. But uh, he slowed down. He got in some, some foul trouble himself. And then he wasn't able to continue his uh, his hot shooting and his, and his fine play. He only – he had like 12 within the first few minutes. Then he only finished with 16. So, I mean, you look at Duke's numbers. Duke's numbers aren't bad. They shot 39% from from three, about 45% from the field. But Virginia was getting those – extra possessions by forcing the turnovers, drawing charges. It was a a veteran effort from the Hoos. It showed. Uh, Duke, besides Roach, they have a ton of first years, a ton of uh, freshmen, and it showed. Virginia, Kihei Clark, our backcourt, it showed that we were seasoned. It helps playing at home because our crowd was rocking. We were definitely ready for the moment and we'd been there before. Uh, before we get into the stats, let's talk about the the last play of regulation. So, Virginia, 1.2 seconds left. Phil Pascoe goes back door undone, gets the ball, goes up. It looks like it's a foul. They call a foul, but then there's no time on the clock. They go to the review, and then they wave it off. We're going to overtime. After the game, of course, the ACC said that they had made a mistake, but here's my conclusion or what i've drawn from everything right so Philipowski goes up is if it's a clean block by the time that the body contact is made the game is over so if that's the case the game is over by anything that happens after the the time's expired you'd think would be null and void so i don't know if that is what I don't know what exactly happened on the court during game time, but they said it was a mistake, but I still feel like it makes sense that if it was a clean block and then the body contact happened after the play or after the time it expired, then it's no call. Certainly something that we'll hear about from Duke fans for a while, but it's funny because usually all the calls go to Duke and it went against them this time. A call went Virginia's way. Uh, let's talk about the the stats. Let's go through UVA stats. It's been kind of a crazy episode. It's Super Bowl Sunday. We're gonna have a uh, we're gonna talk with my my family at the end of it at the end of this podcast just to hear their kind of thoughts on the uh, Duke JPJ the Duke UVA game at JPJ. So we'll go through the stats and then and then get to that. All right, Jaden Gardner, twenty three minutes, only scored six points. Uh. Didn't do a ton. He hit a couple, a big shot, a fadeaway in the second half. Uh, was a minus three on his plus minus. He had some nice defensive moments. He had four fouls, uh, an assist, a steal. Jaden had been on a run of five straight games with, I mean, four straight games with 17 plus points. So it kind of just like next man up. Jaden didn't have a ton of points. So, okay, Armand, you're back up. It's time for you to have a big game. Ah, uh, Ben, thirty minutes. He had the best plus minus of all the players. He was plus twenty. Ben played really well. I mentioned his steals. He was excellent on defense. He made uh, he was alert. He showed his veteran presence often uh, Virginia stayed in the gaps. They sucked through the pack line principles. Uh, ben was had thirteen points, four boards, four steals, two assists. The one stat that sticks out, you know, his 0 for 2 from 3 and his 5 of 11 from the free throw line. Ben, over the last two seasons at at Ohio, shot well into the 70s. And after that 5 of 11 against Duke, he's now shooting 58.7% for this season at Virginia. I think because he... This is like a wake-up call, right? 5 of 11 is bad. Uh, and... It was at crucial points in the game that those kind of things could cost you a game, if our defense didn't play so well. So Ben's gonna go back to the drawing board. He's gonna take a gazillion free throws. He's gonna, you know, start shooting one-handed or something, and he's gonna get he's gonna get right. He's done it before. He'll get back to it. So Ben, the best plus-minus of any player, he was a plus 20 when he was on the court. Virginia outscored Duke by 20 points. Uh, Kehe Clark. Next, next guy. He has. He was plus fifteen in plus minus. He had sixteen points. You know, Kihei last year against Duke was our saving grace at home. We didn't win that game, of course, but he was. He kept it close for us. He had twenty five last year against Duke at home. We ended up losing by four, but I remember being there, and he was everything for Virginia. Today, he made so many important captain. Veteran fifth year kind of plays. Taken, he does that thing where he drives and he keeps his arm extended because he, he he's he was plays he's been playing with his size for so long he knows what works and he knows that that's what he has to do. He can't hesitate. He's got to be very quick and right to the backboard. You know he's got to. So he's kind of perfected it. He keeps like the defender on the back of his body and uses the front of his body to kind of lean forward and get that arm extended and create space. And he's perfected it. Uh, he had 16 points, five dimes. Didn't have a steal. It's funny to think with all those, uh, all those turnovers that we had, didn't have a steal. But seven of ten from two. He made one three pointer on three tries. He missed two free throws too. Surprisingly, you know, Duke. I mean, Kiah is usually an automatic free throw shooter, but he's had struggles this year too. Don't forget against James Madison, he he missed six free throws himself. Uh, so free throws all over as a team. Got to get better. And we didn't shoot the ball well, like I mentioned. We only shot four of 14. Uh, He made one. Armand Franklin, he made all the rest of the threes. He was three of five from deep, nine of 13 overall. Uh, He missed three free throws also. Uh, He scored 23 points. He was a plus three in his plus minus. And it was Armand getting back on the horse after a couple tough games. He did it all. He was my, my, you know, my parents. Not watching a ton of Virginia games. They Armand stood out to them. He was the guy who was he was their knockdown shooter. He's got good size. He played good defense. He got himself a steal uh and was the the, the MVP per, per Ken Palm. Uh, rounding out the starting lineup here, Reese, you know, a game where he didn't finish well. He was two of eleven overall, but he impacted the game in other ways. He had seven assists. Four boards. He had three steals. He had great defense on Proctor early in the game. He picked Proctor's pocket and took it. You know, pick six the other way uh, for a dunk. And Proctor's is a really good player. He'll be in the. He'll be an NBA player, and uh, he. It was good to see those two future NBA players going up against one another. Just so much talent in that in that matchup. Reese. Played 40 minutes. He played the most minutes of anyone. Uh, He was a plus seven overall on his plus minus. Had a blocked shot. Uh, Missed his only three-pointer he took. All right, get to the bench. Our bench only combined for seven points, but our bench did play some really good minutes, starting with Ryan Dunn. Uh, Ryan Dunn really did a great job on Filipowski. Held them to... Oh, of six, and he even missed his two free throws. They're they're bigs, Duke's bigs. None of them combined for a uh, field goal. Ryan Young, none. Derek Lively, none. So combined between Lively, Filipowski, and Young, zero field goals. Uh, but Dunn continues to grow. He's if he continues at this pace, him and IMac, you know, we really have a high ceiling. He scored two points again, a big dunk. He's known for one of those a game now. That's what he does. Uh, Three boards, two points total, um, plus two, and it's plus minus. Isaac McNeely, two of seven. He showed, again, he's more than just a shooter. He took the ball, took the dude off the dribble, got through the basket. He got an and one, missed the free throw. Uh, Isaac missed all of his three, three pointers, but he just continues to grow, show more confidence. And showed that he's willing to dribble the ball if he needs to. His hasn't been as shaky with uh, handling the rock. Caden Shedrick, I thought, gave some pretty good minutes. He had a beautiful dime, um, but when with with Ryan and Ben playing so well down there, it just wasn't the night where where Caden was a big minute guy. He had that big assist, uh, got in a lot of foul trouble. He was minus five overall, plus minus. Poppy Cafaro played 11 minutes, so he out played Caden. Um uh, b- between the two of them, the playing time has kind of been spotty, hit or miss, and that's just kind of is a testament to the the benefit of when Ryan's playing well and when Ben's got his offensive game going and can, you know, stretch the stretch the floor and have that small lineup out there. Uh, but Poppy, some nice strong Minutes and 11 minutes, they were only he was only a minus three. Uh, just from the plus minuses, you know our bigs here, Caden, Poppy, and Jaden were all negative on the plus minus, but Ben was a plus 20. So Ben was the answer here. It's just you know next man up mentality. We Tony's got the a deep bench. He's got a bunch of different tools he can use. And last game against NC State, Jaden. I mean not Jaden. Caden was. A huge help off the bench. Jaden got it going on offense, eighteen points. Caden had ten points off the bench. He played great defense on uh, DJ Burns, their big guy. This game, hey, Ben's got it going. They're a little bit uh, built, a little bit different. Step up, and he did. Ben played great. We'll talk more about some of the some of the atmosphere things from the game when we when we have my my family come on but we'll talk about what's coming up next we got Louisville on the road on Wednesday Louisville is the lowest I've seen a Ken Palm team maybe ever they're lowest I've seen an ACC team on Ken Palm ever they're number 296 that's like down with Illinois Chicago and Chicago State and North Carolina a and Louisville is like a blue bud they only got they only have three wins this year they're 3-22. The only ACC game they won was uh, against Georgia Tech at home. So Virginia, per Ken Palm, is projected to win by 16 on the road. And then the rest of the way we kind of have – we got Louisville twice. We got Notre Dame, Boston College. Boston College is on the road. And we got a cluster of back-to-back tough games um, with North Carolina and Clemson. So per Ken Palm, we're only projected to lose one more game that's on the road at North Carolina. I know this team can mess around and win out. Uh, Clemson had a really embarrassing loss, got stomped by 20 against UNC. So they're on a three-game losing streak. I I told Big Law on Lockdown Virginia podcast that a while ago that Clemson is not going to finish the season on top of the ACC, and it's, it's all coming unraveled right now. They are not. Virginia's going to win this league. And they got a pretty favorable schedule up ahead of them. Uh, Lenardi, Lenardi Bracketology, the latest outlook here, seven ACC teams in with Wake Forest on the bubble. They're on the next four out with Virginia as a three seed playing Princeton. I don't love the Princeton matchup, to be honest with you, but they're a three seed, the highest of any ACC team. And they're on the three seed, a three seed now on the cusp of being a two seed wins like duke will help but there's not a whole ton that we can do to to bump up the rest of the year that north carolina away game is probably uh that's the only a game left as far as yeah it's the only, the only quad 1 game left is that away game at north carolina uh, the rest of them three quad 4s, two quad 3s and a quad 1 against north carolina. ACC's been tough this year because you don't have a chance to get those huge wins. I think Virginia is... When you look at Ken Palm, right? You got Virginia behind Baylor, but we beat Baylor. But Baylor plays in the Big 12, so they have all these chances to play Kansas and TCU. And we are playing Louisville twice. So Virginia's 14 right now in Ken Palm, but they beat Baylor. There's no way you could tell me that Virginia is not going to beat UConn, who's at number six. I think Virginia beats Creighton, who's at number 10. So this team is legit. I think we're... Sweet 16 to better. I think we're a contender. I, I know why, and I think you guys feel it too. All right, guys, so we're going to get my family on here, talk about their first UVA basketball game. It was a really fun experience, and uh, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys, at Virginia Game Day on Instagram, Virginia Game Day podcast on all the major platforms, and com is where our newsletter is. Uh, leave us a rating or, review, or a review on Apple or spotify we appreciate it and uh go who's all right so we are here with my mom and my wife vicky you guys know vicky hey hi yes we're all here and it's super bowl sunday it's uh the family's in town we got a big big things going on we got a platter of food we got a bunch of televisions on and uh we're all feeling pretty good because yesterday we were at The Virginia and Duke game, and it was crazy.
1: It was electric.
0: It was nerve-wracking. It was was (laughs) nerve-wracking. I mean, I think we all lost a little bit of hair uh, going through that event. But it worked out perfect because my parents are from New York. It's where I'm from originally. You guys have heard me talk about being from upstate New York. And my brother lives in Syracuse and all that. And and they came down at the perfect time, being that the Duke game is on Saturday and the Super Bowl is on Sunday. What did you think of John Paul Jones Arena, mom? God, I thought I was at the wrestling match. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like, uh, you know, in the beginning when they get the intros and all that, it sounded like uh WrestleMania. Yeah. But 15,000 people, it was live and electric.
1: It was loud. Yeah. It was loud, which played in our favor. Yeah, totally. At that point.
0: Of all the, so now you've been to a Duke... A UVA football game, a Duke-UVA baseball game, and now a Duke-UVA basketball game. We hit, the hit the trifecta. What was your favorite? Oh, God. I think the basketball game. Basketball game was the favorite. Why? Well, it was just so engaging. It was an event. It was an event. Everybody there was in full yeah swing. Full swing. <laughs> That's right. All games they are, too. Yeah. We so they saw we've never lost when they come to a game. They beat true. yeah they the forty eight nothing win over Duke a couple of years ago when they came, and then they were there for a UVA baseball win over Duke, and then yesterday the overtime win. So you guys are the good we didn't, we didn't,
1: Yeah, we did plan the Duke 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 trifecta.
0: But yeah, it worked out where we didn't know that we were going to do it, but when we were before the game, my dad said, "Hey, we always see Duke." Yeah, and then that's how that's how it was. Uh, we had a duke fan in our section yeah that got a little wild so there was this older duke fan and then there were some younger college kids and they were having a little tiff
1: Mm -hmm. so that was an exciting the duke
0: (laughs) some entertainment
1: yeah i i guess on the one hand you can call the duke fan annoying on the other hand you can call him brave but he was going oh
0: he He, was standing up there was a
1: there was a really nice couple like a really nice UVA couple that were sitting to the right of him. Mm-hmm. And every time he talked, I looked over and the Oh woman, yeah. She was like rolling her eyes, like get me uh get me away from this guy. And yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah. My dad's here now. Oh, yeah, I'm jump fun. Oh we're talking about the game. Yeah, you could you yeah. could come pick up on the microphone from across the room. So uh so yeah, they were going at it. Who else did we see? Ralph was there, Ralph Sampson, Sampson was, was Sampson. in the building, right?
1: Don Grisham's always there. All
0: the stars came out. Who else? Uh, we see? Uh, ball Ballhawk.
1: Oh, Ballhawk was there. Oh, Ballhawk and um, Tony Alliant. Tony right? Allen. We're in there. our section.
0: So, so are you up for? Uh, you guys up for another basketball game? Would you come to? Oh, absolutely. Okay, this is got... like our Super Bowl. going to that basketball game, right? Huh?
1: Yeah, it's like ours. We got the Super Bowl today. That we I mean, that
0: was we the care less about the that. real Super Bowl is yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. And we, you know, completed the. The full UVA basketball experience by going to the Aberdeen Barn afterwards. Oh, that was, yeah. My dad. It's all. Yeah, my dad said it was like eighty percent of the people. Eighty percent were at the basketball. Yep. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a collective joy in the building. <laughs> yeah, that. Oh,
1: even the uh our, the waiter, waiter... our waiter said, "Man, this would have been a different experience it's, if they had was... lost,
0: yeah.
1: uh, hosting a bunch of sad fans." But tips. <laughs>
0: Our waiter did not want to tell us his name, but he was—I think he was joking. and He would have relieved. He would have tell at the end that it might have been part of the, his the joke. His shtick was like, "Okay, now you get to hear my name." But Aberdeen Barn was great. We had the the full experience, and we're always love bringing new people into the UVA sphere. And
1: yeah, you married into it. You
0: married into it, and now I'm
1: <laughs>
0: spreading all my tentacles. But. All right, guys, Mom, thank you for jumping on Pops. Thank you, Vicky, as always.
1: Bye!